You're listening to Sacks in the Basement, a production of the Broadcast Basement Limited, where every show is 30 minutes of good and comes from a basement bar on the south side of Chicago. Pull up a stool, pour a cold one, and join us right now for Sacks in the Basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always at SacksInTheBasement.com. This is Socks in the Basement. My name is Chris Lanuti, and welcome into a live Saturday night show. Thanks for joining us. Uh, I'm I'm waiting on Dave to give me a call. He's quarantined himself, uh, but we've got some plans for tonight here as we sit down here at my nine foot homemade oak bar in my basement, getting ready to have a bit of a show. And we're going to have a show with MLB The Show 20. I revealed this on last week's show that we're going to basically do the White Sox season and report on it like it's real. So that we can get through this with you. Lines are open. You can jump in. You can talk to us about anything. Tonight what we're going to be doing is we're going to be going through spring training on MLB The Show for the Chicago White Sox. We'll be taking your phone calls if you want to talk White Sox. If you want to give us a suggestion, that 26th spot on the roster is going to be up for grabs tonight. We'll make that decision and you can have some input in it. And until Dave calls in, if he is going to call in, because I know he's playing Dungeons & Dragons tonight virtually, nerd. Uh, we have my son Dominic here. Dom, how are you, bud? Good. Yeah, this is my 12-year-old son Dominic. You met him last week when he came up with some ridiculous idea to start his own podcast. Put an end to that, right, big guy? Uh, You're done with that? N- no. What's the name of this thing again? Socks in my bunk bed. This this is too similar to my own show. You can't you can't have socks in my bunk bed. Why not? Because I already have socks in the basement. You can't rip people off. You you can't you can't rip off my stuff. What was it silly hashtag that you were using that was ripping off the 108? Oh, hashtag drink them. Yeah, no, you can't do that either. Why not? Because first of all, why would you be drinking them if you're broadcasting from your bedroom, right? You're not even sitting at a bar. You're not even drinking anything. You're just sitting. You're just sitting in your bedroom doing it. Is there a bar? Are there drinks? Are you? You're 12 years old. You can't even drink them. What are you talking about? I don't know. Yeah, you did. You're darn right. You don't know. Just ripping off people's ideas. All right, you got MLB the show. You're gonna help me out because you're my gamer. So I've got Dominic here set up in front of the TV. So you got to get out of the demo here, and we're gonna start a season, and we're gonna take a look at what the White Sox roster is here on MLB the show. Opening day is gonna be on the normal Wednesday podcast, and we will be watching opening day on MLB the show. White Sox opening day, and we'll be doing the podcast with you. And I'm going to let Dom be the guy who officially runs this, even though I can play. I'm a gamer. I mean, what's the game we've been playing a lot lately? Uh, Red Dead Redemption. Red Dead Redemption, which you've learned an awful lot of interesting phrases. Yeah. At 12 years old, I didn't realize. I should have known better because of Grand Theft Auto was made by the same people. But uh, you've learned a lot of curse word combinations. Yeah. And you've learned how to shoot people in the face. Yeah. And last night, you figured out that if you shot a guy in the head with a shotgun, his head would come off. Yeah. (laughs) Then you picked the guy up and looked at him. Yeah. The whole thing was disturbing. (laughs) All right. So what we got to do is you have to move into franchise, first of all. Okay. And then we've got to uh, start a new one. All right. And I want to use the current roster, so it's the most up-to-date rosters. All right. So this is what we want. I want the White Sox. Select them. All right. Go through that. And that, no, no, not the Indians, the, the White Sox. All right. Okay, can, you, can you follow the directions? Hit, hit the X, I think you select. I thought you played video games. I'm Advance. Sorry. It says advance is the option button. Oh. Read. Right. Okay, that's why I put the microphone right in front of the TV for you. All right. And now what we're going to do is just change that thing at the top that says GM contracts to off because I don't want to get fired. Okay. Because right. it's a simulation. Everything else is going to stay exactly the same. It's all going to be the defaults. 
So go ahead and hit the uh, X button to advance. I want to do manual coaching and I want to do manual general manager task if I decide to make a trade as the season goes on. All right. I want to be able to run my 40 man roster and everything like that. Yeah. Leave the player development and uh, scouting on auto because basically that's what the White Sox do. It's just on auto manage anyway. So just put that right there on auto manage and we will do manual coaching. And so now we want to go into spring training. There you go. So you got February 21st, the calendar. So what I want you to do is I want you to, while I'm talking here, I want you to simulate through spring training for me, and we need to decide who the 26-man roster is. So get to the last game of spring training, but don't play it. And then we're going to go through the rosters. We're going to see where everybody sits. We're going to decide who's going to be on the 40-man roster for the White Sox to start the year. Yerman Mercedes looked like he was a shoe-in, but I'm not giving it to him yet. There's a few other names we could talk about. We're going to figure out our pitching staff, and we're going to figure out what our starting lineup is, and I'm going to let you take us through the last game of spring training as we finish off the show here. All right? So that's that's what the plan is. Dominic's going to be over there doing that. Mm-hmm. Okay, so now what we need to do is we need to find a player. So what I want to do here is I want to take Zach Collins out, and I want to drop him down to the minors because I think he starts the year in the minor leagues. Oh, like there it is. There you go. Go to rosters. Now, we want to find catcher. Go to catcher. So hit the R1 button until you get the catcher. I thought you know how to play video games. Well, I, I've never played All you know how to do is steal people's uh, podcast ideas. And then you sit down here on Fortnite and shoot your friends. Yeah. Yeah. You don't know how to do anything else. You see Zach Collins? Can you read his name? I don't know. Where is You it? can't read Zach Collins. Where is it? It's right there. <laughs> I'm taking you out of private school. <laughs> Flip him to AAA. You put him on waivers. No. You're killing me, kid. Well, now we've waived Zach Collins. What does that mean? That means some other team can pick him up. Oh, you're killing me. Here's what we're going to do. Start all over the entire season. All right? Because we just start. We're not screwing this up. And just start at the regular season. If it puts Zach Collins on our team, it puts Zach Collins on our team. So, obviously, MLB The Show has, has picked Zach Collins to be our 26th man. I think that's a terrible idea. That's not what we would be doing. But we're going to do that. And we can at least sit down and figure out what our lineup's going to be. Can we do that? While he's working on this crazy week this week the, the whole world's upside down we all know the world's upside down i've got this podcast network i i now have been sucked into doing catholic masses for the parishes around my house i posted a video podcast of queen of martyrs church and that's right on the border of evergreen park and mount greenwood on the south side and most holy redeemer church and i i went over and videotaped their sunday mass which is weird to stand in front of a church and tape just the priests doing it by themselves and then put it on the uh, the EP podcast feed for that neighborhood so that they can get Sunday mass. This is what my life has become now. It's become very very weird. Like this is what this is what I do now is I put these kind of things together. All right? I I also have spent a lot of time sitting around looking at the White Sox stats like something's going to change and nothing's changed. The team is just what we thought the team was. You can sit around, you can talk about the Sox all you want to, but in reality, there's no, there's no way to know if anything is going to get better. The only thing that's really interesting is whether or not if this thing starts halfway through the season, is Carlos Rodon in your opening rotation? Is it, Does he make the opening rotation? Does Reynaldo Lopez lose out in being in the opening rotation if Carlos Rodon is ready by the time Major League Baseball begins? Because I think he does. I think if you had to pick, like you're, gonna, you're still going to bring Giolito out there and you're still going to bring Dylan Cease back. You're not going to start him in the minors. And you're going to have the guys that you went and picked up and Gio Gonzalez and Dallas Keuchel. They're going to be out there. So then the choices do, and then you got Michael Kopech. He's going to be ready. This delay is definitely going to have Kopech ready. So Reynaldo Lopez is never even going to see the starting rotation, right? Like that's, 
This, this is the worst case scenario for Reynaldo Lopez. Well, besides actually getting coronavirus, this is the second worst thing that could happen to Reynaldo Lopez is the delay on the season because Kopech is going to be ready and they're not going to start with Cease in the minor leagues. And if Rodon is ready, you already are going to have a log jam to start the year. It's going to be crazy how this thing will start off, especially, I mean, I've heard things like it starts in mid-May, it starts at uh, uh, Memorial Day, it starts at the halfway point, it's 81 games. The White Sox sent out the season ticket holders today. There was an email that went out today to season ticket holders that the season is not over, and on a game-by-game basis, as games pass, that's when games will be canceled individually. And then they will be notified individually of what they can do with each one of those canceled games. That seems to be what their plan is at this point. So the White Sox are still, you know, hope springs eternal. We'll get back to baseball soon. I don't think we're doing it. I think it's going to take a while, but hope springs eternal. Have you figured this thing out yet back here? Let's go to pitching rotation first. There you go. All right. So our pitching rotation MLB, the show is giving us, they give us Rodon to start the season. That's ridiculous. He's not even ready. That's crazy. (laughs) <laughs> is Dylan Cease on the team? Uh, he's in the bullpen. He's in the bullpen. Okay, put Cease, put him in the rotation because we're not going to have Rodon. If we're st- now, if I can't wait, if I can't send Rodon down to the minors, we're going to stick him in there as a relief pitcher so he doesn't influence games too much. All right, so here's my rotation right now, Dominic. This is how I want you to set it up. I want you to go Giolito, Keuchel, although there's so much of me that wants to start Dallas Keuchel in the one spot. He's a lefty. We'll go righty-lefty. All right, then in the third spot, we, have a, we can go for another lefty and have Gio Gonzalez, or we can go righty-lefty, righty-lefty, righty-lefty. At some point, two righties are going to be next to each other, all right? I don't like two lefties next to each other. I like messing with the other team's lineup so they don't get in any kind of, like, flow. All right. So I want to have G- Dylan Cease third in the order. That's what I want to do. Third? All right. Yeah, I'm going to have him be the third pitcher in the rotation. I may have Gio pitch, uh, pitch fourth in the rotation, and Reynaldo Lopez go fifth. That's what I think. If anybody's got any problems with this, jump in the chat room or go ahead and call in. I'm curious. I see people listening, but uh, I get it. You're not sure if you really want to get on here, but it works if you want to do that. Okay, so that's what I think I'm going to do because I want to go righty, lefty, righty, lefty. All right? All right. So that's what I want to do. What do, what do I have in my bullpen? Go over there and highlight that so I can see what I got. Okay, so they got Kopech and Rodon in the bullpen. We're not going to have that, but that's what they have. So if we can send any one of those guys down and bring up another guy, we're going to do that before we start the season. Jace Fry, Jimmy Cordero, Kelvin Herrera are in the pen. Colome, Ciszek, and Aaron Bummer. And they've got Bummer as the closer. Now, what we're going to do is set this up how the White Sox are actually going to set it up. So move Colome to the closing spot and swap him with Bummer. So both Bummer and Ciszek are in the setup spots. All right? I like that. And I'm fine with Jace Fry being the first guy out, Cordero being the second guy, and Herrera being the third guy because of the way that Herrera played last year. So now let's go back to our 40-man roster and let's see if we can send Kopech or Rodon down without having to waive them. That's what I want to do. And, and this is a good question here for the White Sox is what the rotation would actually be. Sure, Gio Gonzalez is my third favorite guy, but do I want to go righty, lefty, lefty, righty, righty in the rotation? I like making the other team have to constantly flip their lineup. If you run into a team for a three-game series and you can make sure that they can't run the same lineup out there two days in a row so they don't get a flow going. I would prefer to do that, which is why I would put Cease in the three spot, even though he's unproven. I wouldn't put Lopez in there because I think he's hanging on by a thread. That's what I would do. It'd be interesting to see what they do. Now, go and find your starting pitchers. Okay, they should be in the starting pitcher thing. And see if you can send down Michael Kopech to AAA without having to waive him. 
Go down there and see if you can do that. So go find him and see if you can move him and then do the same thing with Carlos Rodan and tell me if you could send them down. Because they're, they're going to be injured to start. Yeah, see if you could send him the AAA. What does it say? Sending Carlos Rodan out of AAA would use one of his minor league options. That's okay. Use his option because we're not going to need him later on in his career. And then let's do the same thing with Michael Kopech. I'm pretty sure he could send him down without any problem. And then we're going to have to find two pitchers we're going to bring up. Go up. You skip by him. Yeah, he's right above Dylan Cease oh, there. there. Yeah, go find him. Tri- send him the AAA as well. All right, so now we got to find two pitchers on the 40-man roster. And they don't need to be starters, so go to the relief thing because we're going to add two relief pitchers. So who's in AAA on this game that I would want to bring up? So here, Evan Marshall, we're going to elevate him. I see him on the list. Go down and get Evan Marshall. Go ahead and throw him on there. MLB? Yeah, put him on MLB. Throw him on there. Now go down a little bit more here. And who else can we add on this? Carson Fulmer, because Carson Fulmer is going to start with the team. Put him on the team, too, in MLB. He's up, up. All right. I'm really worried about your prescription and your ability to read at the age of 12. All right. You want to start your own podcast and rip off me in the 108. Yeah, exactly. What's your hashtag again? Hashtag drink. No, no. It's 108. Stop ripping them off. Just, just stop. All right. Uh, all right. So that's our team. Go, let's go back now. Let's find the, uh, the players. Go to the lineup. Let's find our lineup. No, no, go out of this, go to lineup. Let's see what the lineup is that they suggest for the Chicago White Sox. Okay, so here's what the game has suggested. And this is what Dave's been suggesting on the show. Leary, this is for right-hand versus right-handed pitchers with a DH. And then we'll look at the left-handed one, see if it changed. So against righties, it's got Leary Garcia, Juan Moncada, Tim Anderson batting third. That's not going to happen. We got to change <laughs> that. All right, go down. Aloy Jimenez, Edwin Encarnacion, Jose Abreu to the sixth spot. That's where they've got him on MLB The Show default. Wow. That's amazing. Is that amazing to you? Yeah, it's kind of amazing. That is the stupidest thing I've ever seen in my life. Why? Like, because this is, this is these are the stats that they run. Okay. Uh, Nomar Mazzaro is batting seventh. Yasmani Grandal is eighth. And Danny Mendick at second base, ninth. All right. So they put Leary in center field. So Luis Robert is not on this team. So we have to elevate Luis Robert to this team because he's going to be on the team. Is he on the bench? He's on the bench. All right, put him in center field, and I want you to move him to center field, and I want you to move Leary to second base. All right, and that because that's what's really going to happen. So I want you to just substitute Leary. Just go ahead and look on the thing there, and 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 put Luis Robert there, and then substitute Danny Mendick for Leary. Put Leary back up at the top of the order, and then we'll start talking about this thing. Where right. do you want Lewis Robert? Just leave him where he's at in a nine spot, and then we'll try to figure out what we're going to do here. Ed. All right, so what does the game think? Scroll through these guys here real quick. MLB The Show has Leary Garcia having a 63 contact rating overall against righties and an 89 contact rating against lefties, so he's much better against lefties. He's got him with a 72 speed. Go down to Tim Anderson. Tim Anderson makes huge contact. He's got a little bit more speed, and I believe he's going to be the guy that's going to lead off for the White Sox. Let's have Tim Anderson lead off. Move him in the leadoff spot. Leave Yohan Moncada in the two spot. Now, in the three spot, let's be let's be reasonable and put Jose Abreu back where he belongs. Yeah, yeah. Okay? <laughs> and then we have to move Abreu into the first base spot and Encarnacion to the DH. So you're going to have to look at that and figure out how you do that. You see, there's a button for change defensive positions. See at the bottom? Yeah. Okay, so you want to change Abreu and Edwin Encarnacion. You want to swap them. You want to, yeah. Now go down and get Encarnacion and hit the same button. Up, up, there, there, up, up. Come on, Edwin Encarnacion, dude. His name looks weird. Are you blind? 
His name looks All weird. Right. So we got him at first base. So Abreu's going to be first at first base. So now here's the guy who's going to bat fourth. Go down to Eloy. This is who they've got batting fourth. Contacts under 70, according to them, but he's got huge power numbers. Go down to Edwin Encarnacion. He doesn't have better contact than him. He has no speed. And he's got no speed. Go down to Yasmani Grandel. Oh, man, they did did Yasmani dirty. I don't like that at all. That's terrible. Go down to Luis Robert. Oh, well, Luis Luis Robert's going to suck according to this game. (laughs) They are so wrong. They are really bad at this. Like, this is why they had him on the bench. All right, here's what we're going to do. We're going to put Aloy at the four spot. We're going to put Edwin Encarnacion at the five. And, uh, and then we're going to put, actually, you know what? Let's put Aloy at the four spot. Let's put Grandal at the five because he can switch it. And put a Nick Encarnacion at the six. Do that. All right. And now let's put Luis Robert in the seven spot. No, no, no. Here, let's go lefty-righty real quick. So put, put Mazzara in the seven spot. Put Luis Robert in the eight spot because the game doesn't like him very much. Have Larry Garcia bad ninth. That's what we're okay. going to do. Okay, so this is the lineup that we came up with using not only what do I actually believe about these players, but what MLB The Show says they should be. All right, so for our simulated season versus right-handed pitchers, we're going to have Tim Anderson leading off, playing short. Mancada's at third. Jose Abreu's at first base and in the three spot where he belongs. We have Eloy Jimenez batting fourth. Yasmani Grandal will bat fifth. And Edwin Encarnacion will bat sixth. And the reasoning I have behind that is because Moncada can switch it and Grandal can switch it. You need to get those, you need to move things around a little bit, not have too many righties. Edwin Encarnacion, I got him batting sixth. And then I've got Nomar Mazzara batting seventh as a lefty, going back to Luis Robert as a righty batting eighth, and then going to Liuri batting ninth at second base, switch hitting. Flip over to right handed pitch, I'm sorry, left handed pitching with DH. Forget the no DH thing. We'll, we'll deal with that off air. Okay. So is there any difference? I see no difference. So I want you to set up the exact same order. And I want you to look at, actually look at Leary Garcia's stats real quick for me. And he, we've got him against lefties. He's got 89 contact. Go down to Danny Mendick real quick. Maybe we'll give, maybe we'll let them platoon with each other. Nah, Danny Mendick's not going to be good either way. All right. So we're going to, we're going to do the exact same lineup. Okay. It says Yoan Makata the best. Well, we know Yoan Makata the best. In a, in a perfect world, I'd have Moncada batting fourth. But I'm going off what the White... I'm trying to go between what the White Sox indicated they want to do and what I actually think they should do. And then what the game actually has these guys rated at player-wise. So that's what I'm trying to do. Do you want Lewis Robert? Put him in center field. and then fix, the, fix the positions first, just like you did with the other thing. Okay? So just put him in center field and stick Leary Garcia at second base. And then you can set up the, the order. I'll give you the order once you got that done. Okay? My hope is that Robert will thrive at the bottom of the order, will get better in this game, and then all of a sudden we'll have like we'll have a monster we can move up later on in the season. Let, let's take a look at our bench. Unfortunately, we ended up with Zach Collins on the bench because otherwise I have to waive him because this game says he's out of options. So what they must be doing is keeping his option year this year, and they don't let you change it when the game starts. They basically put him on the Major League roster and said he was going to make the team. James McCann's on our bench. Danny Mendick's on our bench. Adam Engel's on our bench. Man, they did your boy Adam Engel dirty, too. Yeah. Man, that guy can't hit a right-handed hitter in this game. On a scale of, <laughs> on a scale of 0 to 100, Adam Engel hits a 35 contact against righties. This game's got him pegged. 
This game knows exactly what Adam Eagle can do and can't do. They've really nailed him down on that one. That's amazing to me. The only thing that they did wrong is I thought he had more power from the left side, and they said he has more power from the right, but he can't hit anything. And then he's so basically what they've set him up to be is that every once in a while he gets lucky and hits one deep, but otherwise he gets nothing on the right side. And on the left side, he's going to make far more contact, but not have as many home runs. Eh, maybe, they, maybe that's how they figured out Adam Engel. Maybe that's, what they, maybe that's what they were doing. He's got really good speed, and we're going to have that off the bench. Go to this Danny Mendick. Let's take a look at him. We'll look at the guys who are on the bench real quick. Danny Mendick, they got him pretty much average. He's got a 51 and a 55 out of 100 skills. So he's average. He's an average contact guy with below average power in the game, slightly below 50 in the game. They gave him some speed. He's got an 82 speed rating out of 100. So he's going to be able to, he's, he's also a guy you can put on the base pass if we want to go first to third. He's got a pretty good reaction time. He does. He has that. Let's go to James McCann. He's got a star next to him because he was an all-star and this guy's going to be a backup this year. <laughs> My head. I mean, like that's got to be rough for him. I mean, it's got to be like you start the, you start the year off and you're like, oh, everything's going to be great. And then it, it's not great because in the off season, they go out and they get themselves another catcher. Got a uh, got a comment here in the chat room saying that if the season begins June the 1st, will players like Kopech be affected by service time? The major leagues has not decided that yet. They have been trying to work that out, but they have not because right now you don't have a roster. It'll be interesting to see if Major League Baseball decides the teams have to set their 40-man and their Major League Baseball 26-man rosters in next week. I kind of think they should. That would make the most amount of sense to do because if you think about it, the teams then have to make a decision still like, hey, these are the guys that make our Major League roster and these are the guys that we're going to send down to AAA. There could be an exemption for guys that were non-roster invitees where the non-roster invitees could still remain in that system under their payroll until and give them like two weeks at the beginning of the season, like add extra space onto the teams for warmups, you know, because they're going to have to go back to spring training, right? So what if what they did was they sat there and they said, okay, you have to declare your 26-man roster. You have to declare your 40-man roster. Everything still has to go by the same deadlines. But if you have a non-roster invitee who's not part of any of that. That man remains on your team and will remain part of your spring train. We'll call him a spring training squad or a practice squad or something like that. And that practice squad remains part of the White Sox so that when they do get back to extended spring training sometime in May or whenever they decide that they have to come back and they're going to start working out, those guys still have a chance and any move to your 40 man or 40 or, or your 26 man doesn't hurt any options or anything else like that. But at least kind of, it's only if you're using a non-roster guy. That might work. We, we're going to still keep these non-roster guys. They're still under control of the team because who knows, maybe they're kind of like backups in there. But that way you could start the clock on different guys. Now, the argument from guys from like in Copex camp is going to be like, well, they're going to start me in AAA and that's going to erase what I earned earlier on when I came out there for a couple of weeks back in 2018. And then he'll, that's something I think the White Sox were going to do anyway. This would make it very easy for them to do. So that's, it'll be interesting to see what they decide they're going to do. But I will tell you this, if the White Sox all of a sudden have the beginning, the middle of the season to start, let's say that this thing is 81 games, Kopech's on the roster to start. I'd be shot. There's no way you could, there's no way they could argue elsewhere, you know, any other way. But I would imagine he's on the roster. 
And then I would imagine that Carlos Rodon is ready to go as well. They might give them rehab assignments for a couple of weeks and start off with the five-man rotation that they originally intended to do because it's going to be really uncomfortable looking at Reynaldo Lopez saying, hey, man, (laughs) remember when we thought you had a chance to prove yourself? We got to make a decision now. So it'll be very interesting to see how that plays out. Like I said, he's the most, he's affected by this more than anybody, Reynaldo Lopez, because we've been saying this on the show for a while. He's going to be the first guy out. He's going to be the first guy that is not in the rotation. And this team is, this team is so flush with pitching that if they're all available, I don't know how you justify bringing Reynaldo Lopez out and putting him in the starting rotation. Heck, it's going to be an interesting argument between you went out and signed Gio Gonzalez, and if both Kopech and Rodon are ready, does that move Cease back to AAA to work things out? Is he coming out in long relief like Chris Sale did at the beginning of his career until they're sure that, they're, that he's ready, and then they flip-flop him with Gio Gonzalez? It'll be a very interesting thing to see what they do, but the guy who's really odd man out has got to be Reynaldo Lopez. That, that, that man's got no shot. If, if, if we get to an 81-game season and these guys are already ready to go, I would think he's gone. or it, it, Not gone off the team, but gone out of that five-man rotation. We're sitting here at my nine-foot homemade oak bar. I'm having a drink. I got a nice super Tuscan tonight while I'm here under quarantine in the broadcast bunker. The good news is, for anybody that's asked about it, we've had people ask about it, my son, the four-year-old who was sick, he had influenza B. They tested him. It was just influenza B. He's better. So things are good. We're all healthy over here. That's a good thing. Hopefully you're healthy in your houses as well. And, and one other quick mention, too, because I, I had a lot happen this week with local businesses. Court and Carry at the park, they, they're, they're basically doing Grubhub. And they've got great food. And these businesses are hurting. I already know of one bar in my neighborhood that was an advertiser on one of my other shows. They've closed their doors. And they're just hoping for the best. Another one tried to do the delivery thing on their own. It lasted for about four days. They've closed their doors, and they're just hoping for the best at this point. Uh, there are a lot of businesses that are going to be hurting here, especially now with this new order where you gotta you got to basically shelter in place or stay at home, the stay-at-home order, whatever it's called. And by the way, when the, guy says, when the governor says stay at home, but you can still go to grocery stores, that means it's not the zombie apocalypse. You didn't need to be out there fighting with your neighbors over every piece of canned food because that was crazy today. You drove by a store today. It was, it was bedlam. I just want to ask that if you're, if you're looking for something to do, if you're looking for a change from your canned foods or whatever you're eating at home, go on Grubhub or just go to the, uh, you know, the, the, the Cork and Carry at the Park website and visit Cork and Carry at the Park, order a meal, support your local businesses, support the places that support us, support them so they're still there when the ballpark opens back up because the ballpark is going to open back up and you're going to want places like Cork and Carry at the Park around. So you're doing your part helping them go to Grubhub and, and make an order. Get one of those award-winning burgers. They've got great ballpark food. If you're missing the ballpark, here's an idea for you. What you do this week, we're going to come out with socks in the basement on our regular Wednesday. But we're going to be simulating while Dave is down here, and he's going to be here. The only reason he wasn't here tonight is because he wasn't feeling well. And even though it wasn't anything serious, he's like, I'm, I'm not going near you and the kids until I'm sure I'm okay. So when Dave's down here at the bar on Wednesday, we're going to be doing opening day. We're going to be simulating opening day here while we're talking White Sox baseball. We're going to have my son over here helping us with the simulation. And I, I don't know, maybe I'll manage the team. Maybe I'll let you people. Ma- I, I don't know. We're going, to, we're going to get through opening day. We're going to simulate it. We're going to go through an entire game. We're going to sit here and we're going to talk about opening day. We're having socks in the basement opening day. Now, it comes out on Wednesday, even opening day would have been on Thursday. So if you really want to, 
wait till Thursday or do a Wednesday night, whatever night works for you, and order some food from Cork and Carry at the park and get your ballpark food because they've got it. They got stuff that's better than what's at the ballpark. They've got the gourmet hot dogs and the hamburgers and the and the tater tots. And they got the fries. I mean, they got everything, okay? They've got great ballpark food, the nachos. Order some stuff from Grubhub. Sit down and listen to a ball game. Because Dave and I are going to broadcast the ball game. I think I'm going to have to do the play-by-play. Dave doesn't seem like he's a play-by-play guy, does he? Uh, no. <laughs> so what you do is you order some food. You sit down, you hit, you listen to a radio broadcast of opening day, Royals at White Sox, Lucas Giolito's taking the mound, and it's happening right on Sox in the basement. I don't know where you can go wrong with that. We might be able to do every once in a while live TV broadcast, like podcast, video podcasts of this, where we watch a game and we allow the callers to call in and tell us what the Sox should do. You know, you ever sit there and watch a game and be like, they should do this, they should do that. We could sit there and be like, somebody could call and be like, hey, Chris, I think we should I think we should bunt here. And then we'll all laugh at you. But then maybe we'll do it. You know, we'll do something like that. Like there's some fun that can be had here. I see a lot of potential in this entire thing. So you learn the controls because you're going to be our you're going to be our tech guy when we're doing this all the time so that we can broadcast. So you're going to learn this thing. We got the TV set up here. This is a good first run. We figured out our, our rotation. I like it. I like the fact that we have Giolito leading off. I like Keuchel's, uh, I'm sorry, Giolito's the ace. Keuchel's in the two spot. We put Dylan Cease in the three spot, and we put uh, Gio Gonzalez in the four spot for the year, and we're starting the year with Reynaldo Lopez in the five spot, and we know that Kopech is coming. We're going to bring up Kopech at some point in the season, and we'll bring up Rodon at about the time we think Rodon will come up in the season. The real interesting thing here will be to see whether or not Luis Robert becomes a good player in this game. Like, if we just let it simulate, will he get better or not? In fact, I might, I'm going to give you an, an assignment, my, my son. If there's any training things that you can do to improve a particular player on our team, I want you to focus all of your efforts on Luis Robert. Anything you can do, any kind of drills you can do to make him a better player, I want you to pump up Luis Robert because I think they have seriously undervalued him in the game. Everybody else, I, I can, you can make an argument that everything else is pretty good. You know, I, I, I'm surprised by some of the Tim Anderson stats. I mean, the guy was the batting champion. But then again, they gave him the respect of batting him third and making him one of the best hitters on the team. So they did give him that respect. I think they, they disrespected the White Sox as a whole, but they gave Tim Anderson a lot of respect. There was a drop third strike and you threw it to your shortstop. You're the worst at this. You better get in shape, man. We got opening day coming up in a couple of days. Okay, here's your assignment while you're being homeschooled and you have nothing to do. Sit down here and practice. You got a lot of White Sox fans counting on you. Better get better at this. Otherwise, we're going to be criticizing you and your gameplay. This is Socks in the Basement. Found everywhere. Podcast can be found at always at SocksInTheBasement.com. Have a good Saturday. Hashtag drink them, I guess. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the Basement. Socks in the basement. Socks in the basement. Heard everywhere podcasts can be found and always on socksinthebasement.com.